0: Chapter Thirty of Titus, a Comrade of the Cross. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Esteban Seminides. Titus, a Comrade of the Cross, by Florence M. Kingsley. Chapter Three. Though he who hung upon the middle cross was dead, the others who were crucified with him still lived. The younger of the twin was apparently unconscious, for his head hung forward upon his breast, and he made neither sign nor motion. But the other rolled his great head from side to side, and talked wildly. "'Send me now the high priest,' he cried. "'I am a dying man. I must tell him of something before I go hence.' The words caught the ear of Malchus, the high priest's servant, who had stood near the crosses since morning. "'What wouldst thou with the high priest?' he asked. "'Give me to drink,' groaned the man, for I am tormented with thirst.' malchus dipped the sponge into the wine and gave it to the miserable wretch once and again where is the high priest he repeated huskily he hath returned to the city answered malchus tell me what thou wouldst say to him i am his trusted servant i will bear him word i will tell thee since i cannot tell him and time is short here he paused to groan then went on with a visible effort the young man on the further cross is the son of caiaphas the high priest thief thou liest cried malchus starting back in undisguised horror "'I lie not,' replied Jumachus. "'I am a dying man. "'I stolen him with his nurse Prisca. "'The girl I loved, the boy, "'I took to invent myself of a scourging "'at the hands of Caiaphas, "'which I deserve not, "'and which helped make me the devil that I am.' "'When Malchus heard the name Prisca, "'he shook with fear. "'Where is the woman?' he asked. "'I know not,' answered the thief, "'speaking with difficulty. "'She was in Capernaum. "'I have a son also, Stephen by name. "'I know not where he is. "'But swear to me that thou wilt tell Caiaphas "'he will remember the scourging.' and the boy, and the man ground his teeth. Malchus now ran to the other cross and looked keenly upon the face of him who hung thereon, and as he looked, the conviction forced itself upon him that the man had spoken the truth. He reached up and laid his hand over the heart of the lad. He was beating still, but so faintly that he could scarcely detect his pulsations. He is almost gone, happily, he thought. Then the words with which the Nazarene had spoken flashed back into his mind. He is near paradise, wherever that may be he murmured with a heartbreaking sigh as he turned away calling one of the soldiers who kept guard he slipped a piece of gold into his hand I must have the body of this young man when all is over he whispered manage it for me and thou shalt have thrice as much again the man nodded where dost thou want it he said here I will come to fetch him away do not let them take him down till I return I will see to it said the man looking at the coin in his hand then Malchus sped swiftly away when he reached the palace he went straight to the private apartment of his master Caiaphas was alone He was sitting motionless in his great chair, his eyes fixed and staring. "'Master!' said Malchus, trembling before that terrible stony face. "'I must tell thee something, something which hath to do with thy son.' And he cast vainly about in his mind for a merciful way of telling his frightful tidings. But Caiaphas did not answer. He seemed not to have heard. "'I have found thy son!' cried Malchus, drawing nearer and stooping over the chair. "'I have found thy son, and he is dying or even now dead.' Caiaphas stirred, and has turned his eyes slowly, till that terrible, unwinking gaze rested on the face of his servant. Thou hast found, my son. My son is dead. What is it that thou art saying? Then did Malchus, in his desperation, pour forth the whole awful story. Caiaphas did not move. He is crucified, thou sayest, with the Nazarene. My son, and the Son of God, crucified together. Then a frightful chain came over his aspect. He sprang up, his eyes flaming thou liest he shrieked thou art trying to make me afraid for what i have done but i am not afraid i am glad glad dost thou hear get thee away out of my presence and never dare to enter it again get thee away or i kill thee and with the howl of a demoniac he rushed forward but malchus was gone when he had reached the street he sank down from him on the stones and pressing his trembling hands together groaned out my god my master help him i beseech thee and forgive if it be possible then he arose and went swiftly away towards Calvary, stopping only to purchase supplies of fine linen and spices as he turned the corner of a narrow street he met two men one of them called him by name he paused for an instant to look and saw that it was john the follower of the nazarene i have with me a lad said john under his breath who hath the woeful errand with thy master he knoweth the whereabouts of his son lost so long ago i was bringing him to the palace he cannot gain any it's alone Hath he tried before Asked Mal this yes, said the lad speaking for himself, many times yesterday. Malchus grinned aloud. I know all that thou wouldst tell my master, he said, but it will avail nothing to see him now. And as for his mother, let her remain in ignorance of the thing for a time. She hath enough to bear. And he told them briefly what had passed between him and Caiaphas. I am going to see to the burial of my young master, he said in conclusion is all that i can do for him now for whom i would have given my heart's best blood i love him too said stephen simply but i am glad for him for he hath gone to a better place with this to be with him then all three went sadly on till they came to the place where the crosses were the body of jesus was being taken reverently down from the cross as they approached a number of persons assisting among whom malchus recognized two members of the sanhedrim joseph of arimathea and Nicodemus. they believe on him at last said john sadly They have long believed on him, but have not dared to confess it openly, replied Malchus. Even as I, myself, he added some. Soldier to whom he had given the coin now approached him. The lad is dead, he said in a low voice, and the other also. Wilt thou that we help thee? We must at all events take the bodies away, and soon, for it is sunset. Yes, help me. Here is gold, said Malchus huskily. And so it was that as the sun sank behind the horizon, all three rested in the peace of death. Jesus in the new tomb of Joseph of Arimathea, in a fair garden near to the place where he died, and the others not far away. For Stephen had besought Malchus with tears that the body of his father might not be left to the brutal hands of the soldiers. As they went away in the twilight, Malchus said to Stephen, Where now wilt thou go? I know not, answered the buffalo. There is no one now to whom I can go, and no place. And he sobbed aloud. Thou shalt bide with me, said Malchus warmly. But John, who had joined them, drew the lad to his Wilt thou come with me he said his mother now mine shall be thine also and thou shalt be my brother stephen looked up into the face of the disciple whom jesus loved and his heart went out to him he was comforted in his sorrow then they went away into bethany to wait till the sabbath should be fast end of chapter 31